Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Man, I tell you what. It's hard to... I was talking to uh, Brother uh, Jacob the other night. Brother Jacob Smith and... Uh, sharing with him a little bit of our testimony. Of course, he was kind of, you know, we, we've known him for a few years. Uh, we've known his wife longer than we've known him, but, and of course, you know, just in our fellowship, we were talking about our experiences in the Lord, our where we came from and all of this. So I, you know, we are Sister Betty and I were testifying and letting them know how God came into our lives and you know, about the, what we've seen and what we heard and what we felt. Nothing like this. Right. Nothing like this uh, This Christian experience. Amen. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand how people can say that there's nothing to the Christian experience when that is the only experience yes. that Amen. will make a difference in your life. And Amen. So we were sharing with him all the things that we witnessed, all the things that we've seen. And uh, right at the beginning of our walk with, with the Lord, when we were babes in the Lord, and I said, when you're exposed to all that, when you walk right directly into it, I said, there's something about that. I said, there's a reason why the Lord did that for us. And helped us to realize how real he is. And I said, when you see that and when you're exposed to it, you feel it. I said, you can't settle for anything less. Amen. There's nothing that can outdo God and the way he moves for anybody. And, and uh, we were sharing that with him. And, you know, today I just feel like that's just the way it is. Just to be totally frank with everybody, just to be totally honest, to be open. There's nothing that can compare to the salvation that you and I have come to. Amen. And amen. Obeying the word of God, you know, that's what it takes, obeying the word of God. And so here we are, and, and we are, amen, in the midst of the greatest thing, the greatest movement, the greatest experience, the greatest salvation any human being could ever, ever encounter. Hallelujah. And the amazing thing is this, that the Lord, and the Lord is the only God. He's the true God, and He's the living God. And so when you think about that, and how much that is so much, there's so much truth in that, so much reality, so much revelation in that, that it'll, it'll just... Uh, your life will do nothing but but change. Yes, that's right. And uh, praise God if we if we could ever come to that place. And I know we've all kind of felt the tingle here and there. We felt the Lord touch us, and we can feel His presence. I mean, it's moving in, in this place. It's just that's moving it. and yes. moving around. And you might have felt a a goose bump or something, the tingling sensation, yeah. but. That's the realness of God. There's no way we can deny that. There's no way you can ignore it. And the best thing we can do for ourselves is just open ourselves to Him. And let Him just minister to us because that's what God wants to do. When He does that, we're going to get outside of ourselves. If you know what I mean. 
Amen. You, you, that's the way. That's why we act the way we act because yeah. we know that's the way the Holy Ghost moves. Yes. Amen. Amen. Right. Moves upon us. Thinking about what Jeremiah said, and you probably all know this. You probably read the scripture numerous times, but he said it's like fire shut up in my bones. Like fire shut up in my bones. How can you contain fire? How can you try to contain fire? You can't unless you quench the fire, unless you put it out. But if you let that fire burn, oh my, 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 my. And that's should be our experience right now. Right. I'm thankful for the working of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, that's right. The Apostle Paul wrote about it in the book of 1 Corinthians, and he talked about the administration of the Spirit. The administration of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, the moving of the Spirit of God. I mean, just woo. Hallelujah. My, my, you just can't hold yourself back. You just can't hold yourself back when you feel the presence of God like that. And it's like the Lord is just reaching out to you and he's trying to draw you, draw you to him into his presence and that's what he's doing yep. so when you feel that tugging when you feel that that urgency you feel you just feel him just pulling on you how many can feel him pulling on you Amen. i believe there, i believe you can because why are you all back here this afternoon that's right. Amen. hallelujah that's right. praise god and the the amazing thing jesus said if there's only two or three <laughs> that's a heavenly quorum where there's only two or three of their mind in the midst of them. So we know we're past that right now. Amen. And and we come into that place of agreement. Man. Yes. Hallelujah. We can get so intoxicated in the Holy Ghost. We know what it was like in the, in the worldly days when we yep. got intoxicated, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Wow. Amen. <laughs> I don't ever like to think about it, but I'm glad the Lord saved me from yeah. that life. Yes. But I know what it's like to be intoxicated yeah. with the wrong kind of spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. But now you and I can, amen, we can drink new wine. These men are drunk with new wine. Yep. That was the response to what happened on the day of Pentecost. Amen. You read that in the book of Acts. These men are drunk with new wine. Obviously, they noticed something about them. They obviously knew this. They knew that the people of God were intoxicated. Yes. Because something was happening that was, amen, not like what we experience every day of our lives. Amen. There was something that was Amen. Going on and taking place. Obviously, they didn't just hear it, but they seen it and obviously felt it. Praise yeah. God. Amen. There was a move of God's spirit. But they were certainly drinking from the fountain. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. Amen. And so as a result, guess what? Man, here comes the miraculous. 
Here comes the out of this world experience. When I say that, I literally mean that. Because the Holy Ghost comes from above. Amen. Jesus talked about being born from above. So the Holy Ghost descends upon us, comes into our economy, our environment, our realm. Amen. And he's in here. I'm, I'm feeling him right now. That's right. Amen. 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 That's right. Hallelujah. Man. Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Here's the thing. I know what the Lord wants to do. Yes, he does. Amen. I, I feel confident in this way, in this wise. I know what the Lord wants to do. I'm a step ahead of you. Amen. And I know what he wants to do. So, uh, you know, when the Lord laid this upon my heart, I was thinking about, thinking about it. I said, man, Lord, you want to move. Yes. Not just in the midst of your people. You want to move in them. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank God for the experiences that we have in the Lord. Thank God that we can come into a place in a setting like this and whatever it is that we're going through, whatever it is that we're experiencing, you know, at, the, at this present time, I know it's a reality. I know that's the world you came from, but let me tell you something. <clears throat> the kingdom of heaven is just as real and more so. Yes. So when you walk into the presence of God, here's what the Lord's going to do. The Lord is going to lift you up. Yes. Yes. Like I said, I know what the Lord wants yes. to do. Amen. The other part of that is this. I hope you're willing to do it. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. I got a few amens anyway. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to see uh, Mike back with us this afternoon. Amen. Thanks for coming. Bless you, Lord. Amen. And, and, and the thing about it is, that's how real God is. Yeah. You know how I know that? Because I never used to believe what I believe right Amen. now until I walked into a Pentecostal service and I heard the preacher preach. And I thought to myself, man, where have I been all my life? Yeah. And I was feeling it. I was feeling the Holy Ghost was working on me. And I thought to myself, man, I've never experienced anything. Even feeling what I felt, man. I tell you what, he, he broke me down. And he allowed me to realize and understand how real he was and is. And how much he really loved me. Amen. So much that he died for me. Amen. Wow. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. But the other part of that was this. I had to react to it. I had to respond. That's where you are right now. You have to respond to the word of God. You have to respond. Amen. And I hope your, your minds, I hope you're intrigued right now. I hope, you're, I hope the Lord has your attention. And you're wondering what it is. And I tell you what, he knows how to speak to each and every one of us individually. Amen. He has our number. Yep. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Amen. We can't hide from him. Amen. <laughs> He's uh, omniscient. Yep. He sees everything. He's omnipresent. Yep. 
Amen. He's everywhere. He knows all things. Hallelujah. That's how awesome and that's how, amen, real, amen, our God is. Hallelujah. And I know the Lord wants to do a work. That's my, my, my. I'm just waiting for him right now. He's just, amen. praise amen. God. When he gives me the go ahead, I'm going to go and I'm going to. I can tell you already the preacher's in the house. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, you never know, we might tear this place apart. I don't know. Hallelujah. Praise God. Get 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 yourselves motivated. Amen. Amen. And sitting at the edge of your seats. Amen. Expecting. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Expecting something from the Lord. How many of you are expecting something from God? Amen. Is that why you came to church this yeah. afternoon? Expecting something from the Lord? I yeah. hope you are. Because that's what church is all about. We come because we want to receive from Him. Amen. That's a promise we have. Amen. That the spiritual things of God, the kingdom of heaven, can be imparted to us. Yes. They can be given to us. Amen. Amen. And He gives them to us freely. But you know what? You have to desire. Yes. Amen. You have to desire. You have to want to. Yes. Hallelujah. Because if you don't, it's not going to work. Amen. Amen. And you can't blame God for that. That's right. Blame it on yourself. Yep. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you would turn with me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to find just exactly, just exactly where I should begin. The book of Psalms, 71, verse number 20, we'll start with. That'll, that'll be our starting point. That'll be a reference point for us that we could start from. Amen. And it says there, and if you want to put your, put your as you're going to Psalm 71:20, go into the book of Malachi in the last chapter of Malachi in chapter 4 and go to verse number 2. Put your finger there. We're going to go there immediately after we read this passage of Scripture. But listen to this. <clears throat> listen to this. Hallelujah. Psalm 71, 20. Let me take a sip of water here. Thou, which has showed me great and sore troubles, shall quicken me again. Yes shall quicken me again yes. and shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Listen to what it's saying now. Because obviously the Lord knows. 
Thou which has showed me great and sore troubles, shalt quicken me again, shalt quicken me again, shalt make me alive, and shalt bring me up again from the depths of the earth. He shall bring us up. Malachi chapter 4, verse number 2. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings. Mm -hmm. Woo! Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. Thank you for your word, Lord. We give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. We thank you. Bless your people, Lord. Quicken us in your spirit. Lift us, O God, into, Lord, those heavenly places. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name, let it be done. In Jesus' name, let everybody say amen. You may be seated. I want to go to another piece of scripture if you want to go there. And this is in the book of Isaiah 57, 15. You're probably all familiar with the scripture verse. You notice, you notice the direction I'm going with all these scripture verses. Of course, it's the direction the Lord gave me. Amen. And this is what he said. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Woo! Amen. My, my, my. Thank you. What a place to be. Amen. What a place that we can be. I was thinking about this and this morning and actually last night the Lord started to speak to me. I was getting ready to go to bed, making my preparations for today, this morning. And here comes the word of the Lord to me and he started talking to me. So I started listening and I started, amen, putting everything into the order that God was speaking to me. And I thought to myself, I said, Lord, this is beautiful. I know what your intentions are. I know what you want to do, and we all need to be lifted up. Amen. I don't know if you think so, but we all need to be lifted up. Amen. Because obviously the place that we're in right now, we need to be lifted up above the place that we are in. Amen. Amen. And I know God is able to do that. Because he knows what we need. He knows better what we need than we do ourselves. So as I was talking to the Lord, and I said, Lord, this is amazing. I understand what you are saying right here. I understand what you want to do. And all of a sudden, here comes the thought that he gave to me. He said, rising up to lofty heights. Amen. Rising up to lofty heights. That's something. Amen. Did you realize that you and I can be lifted up in the presence of the Lord? Yeah. Amen. I was thinking about this. And I was thinking about a... Amen. A testimony of an airline pilot. And he said, the reason why I uh, 
got into this occupation, he said, and I, and I went and uh, uh, he, he was a, a naval officer, so he learned how to fly, um, amen, the, the, the jets in, in, in the service. And so when he got out of the naval, uh, the, the Air Force, he, he began to uh, fly commercial air, airplanes. And he said, the reason why I like to fly is this. He said, I always remember leaving a particular airport, he said. And, and he said, as I was uh, boarding the plane, he said, where we were, he said, there was just the weather was bad. It was bad weather. There was, uh, amen, there was, cl it was cloudy and there was a lot of wind and rain. And it just seemed like, uh, I thought to myself, there's no way we can uh, take off in this kind of weather, he said, because every once in a while there was a lightning flash and, and all this. So he said, I thought maybe we would be uh, grounded and we wouldn't be able to take flight. He said, but they gave us the go ahead. They said, go ahead. You, you, you have a window. You can go ahead and you can take off and you can get up into the, into the, into the sky. So they, the airplane lifted up off of the runway. He said, we went up. He said, he said uh, this is something amazing. He said, no matter what is going on down here in the world, in this, in this round down here, there could be a lot of storms and a lot of different weather conditions that we see down here. He said, but when you begin to make your flight up into the atmosphere, he said, begin to fly out of all the, 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 the climate and all the storms and all the noise. He said, you get about 10,000 feet. What happens? Amen. And the pilots call this a ceiling. You get up to the ceiling. You break that ceiling. Once you can pass that ceiling, what you come to, he says, is a lot of sunshine and a lot of peace. Amen. He said, that's what I like about flying. He said, because we can leave the elements down here and we can go to a place that has a lot of sunshine. Amen. And peace and calm. Yeah. Amen. So you, you think about that. Is that possible? Yes, yeah. it's very possible. Yeah. Amen. A lot of times we don't realize this. And I, and, I, and I know this. God wants us to rise, like he said, rising up to those lofty heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I don't care what's going on right down here. Yeah. Amen. Well, I don't know. Now, I thought this was interesting. Amen. I don't know if, you, if, if any of you know the different levels of the atmosphere. Amen. But there's five different levels of the atmosphere and, and amen i'm gonna talk about four of them this afternoon i'm gonna i'm gonna read to you something uh, i want you to pay attention amen the atmosphere that is situated close to the earth it's called the troposphere the troposphere is the lowest region of the atmosphere extending from the earth's surface to the height of about six to ten kilometers that's about ten miles from the surface of the earth Amen. To 10 miles above the earth is the, amen, troposphere. Amen. Uh, the lower boundaries of the stratosphere. The next one after that is what they call the stratosphere. The layer of the earth's atmosphere above the troposphere, extending about 50 kilometers, which is about 20 to 40 miles above the earth's surface. So you have these two different places in the atmosphere, okay? The next after that is the mesosphere. The mesosphere is the region of the Earth's atmosphere above the stratosphere and below the thermosphere. It's about 40 to 50 miles high. Can you imagine that? And the one after that, before you get out into outer space, is called the thermosphere. 
the region of the atmosphere above the mesosphere and below the height of which the atmosphere ceases to have the proprieties of a continuous medium. In other words, amen, the, what we have in this atmosphere down here, that's where the air completely thins out. Praise God. And that's about 60 miles above the surface of the earth. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being 60 miles above the surface of the earth? Woo! I always remember going up into uh, uh, Manitoba. And we, we left, uh, we left, uh, 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 Praise the Lord. Long Plains Reserve. We preached a meeting there. We went up into Cross Lake. and We drove about uh, a good 607 miles north of Winnipeg. and Got way out there in the middle of nowhere. The last 125 miles on the trip, we had to drive gravel, dirt roads. And we crossed in the ferry to get to the island that Cross Lake was situated on. We preached there for a week, and then from there, they flew us up into, amen, into uh, Oxford House. So we flew 175 miles north into, amen, the Canadian territory, way up north, a amen, and amen. We boarded a plane. They, 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 they got us. They chartered us a 40-passenger plane, and all my children were young at that time. They were very young, and Julia was, uh, was the youngest one. She was uh, probably about what, uh, I can't remember how old she was. About 10 years old. And I remember we, we went to uh, Kanjikim. And that was where the, uh, the uh, airport was. And we, we boarded the airplane and we took off. And there we were. And Julia was sitting by the window. And she looked down. And all those great big old trees that you could stand and look up that were 40, 50 feet high. She was looking down. And she said, oh, my. Look at all those little pretty flowers. She didn't realize that she was looking at the tops of the trees. And she called them little flowers. But, amen, can you imagine the way things look when you're above amen. and how different it is when you're below? Yeah. A lot of times we gauge things by what we see down yeah. here. We don't realize the way God sees things up above. Amen. I always remember. I always remember that. Praise God. That's something that comes to my mind. So if we think about this now, think about where we are right now. Think about the reality of the place that we are in. Be honest with yourself. Don't be in denial. Because God wants to help you. God wants to minister to each and every one of us. It's no accident we're all here this afternoon. It's because we all needed to hear something from the word of God. Amen. We need to hear some kind of encouragement. Amen. Some kind of admonition. Some kind of direction God wanted to give us. That's why we're here. We're not really here on our own. We're here because it was divine will and wisdom and intervention into our lives. Amen. The Lord said, I want you to come because I want you, I want to reach down into your life. Let me tell you something. He knows what you need yes. right now in your life. Amen. So when we come to that uh, place of acknowledging. First of all, we have to acknowledge. We have to acknowledge, amen, the presence of the Lord. We have to acknowledge him. He's real. He's in this place. We all feel him, don't we? Yes. 
Amen. There's just something about this atmosphere that is charged with the presence of God's spirit. So when we think about that, we think about everything we're going through right now. And I don't know what it is. I don't have the specifics, but amen. I think I have an idea. Amen. Whatever the pressures are. Listen to this. Whatever the pressures are that you're going through right now. Whatever trial that you're walking through right now. Did you hear me say through? Yep, through. Whatever trial you're walking through. Whatever temptations are upon you. Think about this. And even adversity. Maybe some of us are experiencing adversity. Maybe we're going through something right now. Maybe some of us are going through afflictions. Physical afflictions. Yeah. Amen. Spiritual afflictions. There's such a thing as spiritual afflictions. Yeah. Amen. The devil would like to torment us. Are you listening to me? Yeah. And come against us and cause us to feel down. Amen. He doesn't want you to be happy. Yeah. He doesn't want you to have joy. He doesn't yeah. want you to know what love is all about. So he wants you to feel down. Amen. So whatever it is right now, take an evaluation and be honest with yourself because God is watching you right now. Yeah. He knows better than anybody. Praise God. But I guess here's the good thing about it. He knows the remedy for you. Amen. So when we think about all these things, it's almost like what that pilot described. Yes, sometimes we could have good weather. Sometimes the weather can be good. Sometimes there can be, amen, a little bit of, uh, amen, peace and quiet. Amen. Those are good days to have every now and then, isn't it? Yeah. Amen. Good to experience a little peace and quiet every now and then. But sometimes there can be a little turmoil. Sometimes there can be maybe a slight breeze that might be causing, amen, some kinds of instability in your life. Maybe it's even a, a harder, harsher wind that's blowing right now. We don't know that, praise God. But maybe we go, we're going through certain things. We're, we're feeling the forces of the elements. Yep. And it's just like that pilot said, man. Don't know if we could take flight. I don't know if I could take flight right now. Amen. The wind, there's a strong headwind right now. Don't know if I can leave ground. And I don't know if I could dare lift this jet airplane off of the runway. Amen. Because the winds are too strong. But obviously gauging things by what he can see and what he can feel and what he can hear. And all of a sudden, here comes a voice, amen, from the tower saying, okay, you're cleared for takeoff. What do you mean? Amen. Amen. It's raining right now. There's thunder. There's lightning. There's winds. It's boisterous. What do you mean? Go ahead and take off. You got, you got clearance to fly. Go ahead and fly. Amen. So what do they do? They take off. They commit themselves to the airways. Yeah. And what happens? They don't have to go too far before they come out of the storm. Amen. Are you listening to me? You don't have to go too far before you come out of your storm. Yeah. Hallelujah. You're going to find nothing but sunshine. Yes. Amen. 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 Remember this, folks. There's always a ceiling. 
There's always a ceiling where you and I live. We live below the ceiling. God lives above the ceiling. Amen. We can't judge by what we see and feel below the ceiling because the weather is far better above the ceiling. So you think about this. I want you to, to remember this. It's the reason why the word of God says this. It says this in the book of Psalms. 115 verse number 16. Amen. This is why it's so beautiful. Because this makes so much sense when you think about it. But look what the, look what the word says. In Psalms 115.16. It says the heaven. Even the heavens are the Lord's. Yes. Remember I just talked about the stratosphere. I just talked about all the different levels of the atmosphere, I should say. The atmosphere and all those levels of the atmosphere. That's what we see. That's what's there. But this is what he says. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's. They belong to him. That's his abode. That's where he abides. The heavens and the heavens. Guess what? That location is higher than the location that you and I are in right now. Amen. He inhabits, amen, this location. That's why the Bible says he inhabits eternity, eternity, the high and lofty one. His habitation is higher than our habitation. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. So... He says, the heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. This is our domain. Yep. Hallelujah. I was thinking about this last night. I went to bed even thinking about it. Amen. Because, uh, you know, in my years, in my years of walking with the Lord and knowing the Lord, amen, and I, don't, I haven't acquired all knowledge that I, amen, think I have because none of us know everything. Right. We're limited as far as our knowledge, what we've retained and what we've, amen, uh, walked and experienced and the way we're living, amen. We only, we, we only are given so much knowledge and so much experience, what we can contain, amen. What we can contain, what we can, what we can have, what we can hold in our life. Guess what? And you know, some of us can actually receive more. Some of us can actually experience more. Amen. Our lives can be so enriched by the presence of God through his word. Amen. There's so many places that the Lord wants to take you in his word. It's not just a figment of your imagination. It's the reality of the word of God. God wants you to experience salvation. But there is a certain place. The heaven and the heavens are the Lord's. But the earth hath been given to the children of men. This is our domain down here. Right. Amen. But God has his domain up there yes. in the heavens. Amen. The heavens and the heavens. Right. You ever wonder why? Has, have you, any of you ever figured this out? Why does the Bible say in John chapter 3 that we are to be born from above? Right. Yeah. Woo! To be born again of water and of the Spirit. But he, he, he talks about it. That experience is being 
born from above. Guess what? We're born again, amen, spiritually into the kingdom of God. Yes. But in order for us to be born again, guess what happens? The Holy Ghost has to descend into our economy, into our realm, so that we can receive, amen, the, the Spirit of God, so that we can make connection and enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. It's a spiritual kingdom. Being born again. Right. Amen. And, and, and I don't care what anybody thinks. Amen. Oh, I've been walking with the Lord for so many years. No, guess what? We need a born again experience every day of our yes. lives. Yes. You know what that means? Yes. Being brought forth of the Spirit. How many of you can truly say you're being brought forth of the Spirit? You know what that means? The Lord is leading you on. The Lord is leading you on. And as he's leading you on, guess what? And you're following him as he's leading you on. You're going higher and higher in the Lord. Because that's what the experience God wants us to have with him. To be lifted up. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But the earth hath be given to the children of men. So you can you can pretty much agree and attest with me what a man exists in our realm. Oh man, do we ever need God? Yes. Yes. Amen. Do we ever need? God, Amen. do we ever need to be lifted up? Yes. Amen. 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 Do we ever need to understand? Amen. Amen. Even to get on God's level. Right. Amen. We need to understand. It's going to take, amen, the moving of his spirit in us. Because the first thing that's going to happen Amen. It's when God moves in us. You know what he's going to do? He's going to lift us up. Yeah. He's going to, yeah. amen, lift us up. Yeah. Praise God. He doesn't want you, amen, remaining or abiding in the same environment yeah. that you are right now. Amen. If things aren't going well with you, if you're feeling a little uneasy, if you feel like there has to be more, you know, maybe it's because God wants you to go a little higher, amen, yeah. in him. Maybe he wants your experience, amen, to get off of the earth, so to speak. The reason why the prophet Isaiah said this, he, the Lord said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, yep. and my ways are not your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Let's make a distinct, uh, amen, let's make it, uh, let's look at it. There's, there's a big distinction to where we are when we're in our own environment and to where God is. Here's the thing, the Lord wants to make a connection with you and I so that we can be lifted up in the spirit. I tell you what, I'm not satisfied. I got a glimpse of heaven. 
In heaven, there's no sin. Yep. In heaven, there's no decay. Right. There is no death. Right. Are you listening to me? Right. In heaven, there's no corruption. Are you listening to me? Yeah. In heaven, there is no sickness. There is no disease. There's no such thing like that in heaven. So when heaven comes on the scene, why do you think Jesus was healing yes. all those people? Heaven came on the scene. The Lord was bringing heaven yes. amen, to mankind. He was showing them what yes. it was like to be in heaven. In heaven, things are whole. In yes. heaven, things are perfect. In heaven, there is light. In heaven, there is love. There is peace. Yes. There is joy. Why do you think the Apostle Paul said that kingdom of heaven is not in meek and drink, but in what? Love, joy, and righteousness in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. My, 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 my. Wow. Blows my mind. Praise God. He's always blowing my mind. He's always somehow helping me to understand. Amen. Think about it is. This is not something that, uh, praise God, is, uh, amen, that is not true. This is not a fairy tale. This is not a wise fable. Are you listening to me? This is nothing to do with that. This is everything to do with reality and the truth and the presence of God and what he's done for us in our experience in salvation, where he's taken us when we were born again. What's happened to us, the, the moving of the Holy Ghost in our life has brought us from one place to another. I think some of us can feel that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's unique. I want to say this so you can understand. I've said this I don't know how many times in the past. I don't think anybody, maybe some of you have heard, but maybe you haven't. Maybe you didn't really fully comprehend what I was saying to you. Our experience is unique. Why I say is that? Because we're living in the world. Yeah, that's right. We're still a part of this world. Yes, that's right. Yeah. We're still yeah. mortal beings. Yes. We're still subject to life, uh, to death. Yes. Amen. How do we know that? We're growing older every year. Yeah. That's slow death. Yes. Praise God. Amen. We're growing older every year. So we know, amen, the realities of this, amen, this in economy. Amen. And, and we know what it's like. Amen. There's, we, we see death. We see all these things happen. Amen. Down here in this world. But in the kingdom of heaven, it is not like that. Amen. There's no decay. There's no death. There's no sickness. Are you listening to me? Yeah. There's nothing like that. Nothing but, praise God, eternity. Yeah. Amen. The very essence of eternity and life. Amen. Amen. That's right. But here's the uniqueness about you and I. Before we never realized the full benefits of eternity. Before we had the Holy Ghost, we didn't know it was available. We didn't even know it was real. That's right. But now we have the Holy Scriptures. Yes. Amen. 
Now we have the word of God. And because we obeyed it. Because we obeyed the gospel. Amen. Because we repented of our sins. Because we died out to our sins. That death. Jesus died for our sins. So we in turn died out to our sins. Symbolized by death to our sins right. and a complete about face and turn around and changing our attitude and our yeah. heart and walking yeah. toward God. Are you listening to me? Yeah. The old man died out. So what do you do with the old man? You baptize him. You buried him in the name of Jesus Christ yeah. in that watery grave. You immersed him. You laid him down. He was buried in that watery grave. Amen. Amen. Your sins were remitted. Yeah. So that when you came up out of the grave, yeah. guess what? You were a new creature in Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. But that's not all of the process. Nope. A lot of people say, oh yeah, I was baptized. But you know what you need now? Now you be, need to be born again. Why? Yeah. Because that experience will connect you to the kingdom of heaven. Right. You'll be born again. Uh, amen. So that you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. Right. So how does he do that? The infilling of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Uh, amen. Uh, evidence uh, with you speaking in yeah. tongues uh, as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. So that's a sign according to the scripture. You know what Paul called it? In Romans, I mean, uh, in, in 1 Corinthians, you know what he called it in 1 Corinthians uh, 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 14? He called it a heavenly language. Yes. Amen. 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 <laughs> wow. Woo! Thank People Jesus. say, you don't need to speak in tongues. You don't have to speak in tongues. Yeah. But the Bible says that the old spoken tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Why do we need a speaking tongues? That's the heavenly language. That's the sign that you've been born again. Amen. We're no longer a part of this world. We don't live in sin. We don't live according to the dictates of the world. We live according to God's will. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. God can bring that revelation to a dried up old Episcopalian like me. I know he can do that for anybody. And so, here's the uniqueness of our, amen, our existence right now. Here's the uniqueness to the life that we live. Yes, we are part of this world. We're still living in this world. But guess what? We belong to another country, another kingdom. Because of us being born again, we're connected to that other kingdom. So what takes place? Well, let me read it. Let me read it to you. The Apostle Paul was talking about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In verse number 12, he said, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. In other words, he made us meet. He qualified us. He qualified us to be, to receive, amen, inheritance in the kingdom of light. How did he qualify us? Being born again. Yes. Being born again of the water. Being washed in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. 
being filled with the Holy Ghost. That's how we qualify. Why? Because that's a spiritual kingdom. You can't become spiritual unless you experience the spiritual salvation. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So he says this. He's saying, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance, in, inheritance of the saints in light. Now look what he says. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness? Brought he, he brought us out of the old life. He took this old drug addict. Oh, yes. Amen. Took this old alcoholic, this old brawler, this old liar. Huh? Oh, it's a lot of other things I don't want to dare tell you. And guess what? He changed my life. He changed my life. I remember one time a, a, a lady, I was talking to her about my... Amen. I was giving her my testimony and she said, you know what, Brother Marshall, I've heard you preach many times, but you know, I, I never imagined, I never imagined you living like that because when I first seen you and I first heard you, she said, I thought to myself, oh man, that young man is such an angel. <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh man, if you only knew. The reality, the reality of the born again spirit experience. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. All things are passed away, and behold, things behold all things become new. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse number seventeen. All things become new. Guess what? We're born again from above, and as he said, we have been translated. How many of you remember this? Well, of course, a lot of you, I don't think were born back in the 70s or lived back in the 70s. I should take that back because probably a few of us in here that knew what it was like to live in the 70s. <laughs> that was crazy. A crazy era. All the tie-dye and the bell bottoms. Platform shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The shag haircuts. Oh, yes. man, we wanted to look cool. Yes. Push that. Push him back like that. Yeah. That mustache. Wanted to be cool. The hippie generation. Talk about being sold out to that. Hallelujah. My, my daughter Stephanie would probably laugh if she's seen some of our pictures. Oh, where is she at? <laughs> Praise God. She would probably laugh and say, oh, you know, they're not used to seeing dad like that. Right. Didn't know dad was like that. I'm glad they didn't see that. Right. Amen. The way I was when I lived in sin. Yeah. Amen. We were a mess. Praise God. We were a mess. But I thank God he came into our lives. I thank God he came in. The truth came into our lives. And amen. Guess what? I'm glad that we obeyed the truth. And here we are. Voila. Woo. 
So you think about that. You think about just the way, amen, that we were. My, 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 my. Here comes the Lord into our lives. We were subject to that environment that we lived in. We were subject. Didn't even know. We were lost. Didn't realize. The sad thing about a lot of lost people, they don't realize they need God. Right. Everybody's content. People don't realize that their life can be better. God can make an improvement in your life. Amen. He will do it. But the thing about it is, you have to be willing and obedient and humble enough to submit yourself to him. Think about that. Think about that. There was a song back in the 70s. I'm trying to remember who sang it. Was it uh, Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel? Bridge over troubled waters. Like a bridge over troubled waters. That was everybody's dream. Why do I say that? In all honesty, in, in all reality, people do not like to encounter problems. They don't want to hear the word problems. Praise God. The sad thing is we don't realize where we put ourselves, our conduct, our behavior, our decisions. We choose to go the wrong way. So what happens? We're going to suffer the consequences. We're going to suffer the consequences. It's not God's fault. Don't blame God for the terrible things that happen in your life. You can't point the finger at him because he's not responsible for that. All God intends for you is to have a good life. To live a good life. Even though you're going through hardships. He will help you to get through them. He will make a way for you. Are you listening to me? He will help you to get through the temptation. He will help you to get over the troubles and the trials that you face in your life. Amen. So obviously everybody was drawn to that. Like a bridge over troubled waters. It would be nice to stay above our problems. Well, that was definitely a thought. But did you realize this? It could be a reality. I have to read this one more time. I have to read it. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings. But the thing about it is, in order for us, let me tell you something. I believe this with all my heart. Amen. We, we, We suffer. Yes, I know we suffer. 
We face certain things in life. Amen. Certain things that come against us. I know that. But the one good thing I can say that makes a difference in our life is the grace of God. Yeah. When I talk about the grace, I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. Yeah. God's given us the Holy Ghost. Jesus oh. said, in the world you shall have tribulation, yeah. but be of good comfort. I have overcome the world. He's done that for you and I. Yeah. 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 So we can live. My, 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 my. We can smile. I know there's days we feel like we don't want to smile. The devil would like to see that frown on your face. But amen, if you connect with God, amen. I like that scripture in Psalm 71 that we read. O thou that hast showed us great and sore troubles, thou shalt quicken me again and shalt bring me up from the depths of the earth. I can't deny when there's times I'm not feeling 100%. And I know the devil comes hard at us. And I feel it. Amen. Amen. I feel it sometimes. Yeah. And you know what I do? When I begin to feel that feeling, when I feel the weight of it, it brings me down. I'll get on my hands and knees. I'll start talking to the Lord. I'll start Amen. praying in the Holy Ghost. You know what I feel? I feel myself rising in the Spirit. I feel myself coming and going higher in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So pretty soon, pretty soon those thoughts, the anxiety, the worries, the cares, the burdens, the problems, whew, they just seem to kind of, the weight of them just kind of like, yeah. Bring you down. That's amazing. Some years back, right over there on Plum Street, one of those sorority houses. We were driving by there one time on Cherry Street, and we seen this balloon, a great big balloon kind of reaching up above the tree line. Remember that, oh, Sister Betty? Are you awake, Sister Betty? And we seen this big balloon. So my wife and said, hey, let's go over and check it out. And sure enough, there is somebody uh, brought in the balloon and they aired it up and they were giving people rides in that balloon. So we said, let's go get the grandkids. Went and got the grandkids. It's amazing how they can inflate those balloons yep. and with hot air and how they can rise up in the air. And did you notice how they control their altitude is by, amen, weight, by sandbags. They can alter it, and, and when they fly, guess what they depend upon? When they fly, they depend upon a breeze or a wind, a current in the sky that you can't see. So that's what takes them from place to place. But somehow, they have a way of, amen, uh, altering their course. They can navigate themselves, but they can come back around, and, and pretty soon, I don't know how they do it, but they let air out of it, and they still have those weights, and those weights bring them down, and they make their landing on the ground. That is interesting, isn't it? Amen. So you can go for a little balloon ride that will lift you above wherever you are. Yes, right. Amen. 
Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes. Amen. 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 God wants you to have the victory. Yes. How many times has that been preached to us? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's not a suggestion. Yeah. Right. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. Woo. That's right. Amen. It's a directive. Yeah. Yes. God is saying, hey, yes. are you listening? Right. Yeah. Because you know where I want you to be? Guess what? You're not experiencing full salvation right now. Yeah. If you're down in the dumps and you're letting all your problems get to you, when you're a little bit motionless when it comes to the move of the Holy Ghost, when you're holding yourself back, when you can't lift your hands, when you can't open your mouth, there's something wrong. And God is saying, I want you to have victory over your situation. If you don't want to take advantage of the salvation of God, right. are you listening? Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you don't want to take advantage of the word of God, like I said, God is speaking to each and every one of us right now. Yeah. He's letting us know, hey, there's a way. I love what my grandma used to say. The Lord will always make a way for you. Amen. If you believe, if you commit yourself to him, yeah. he's always going to make a way for you. How many of you believe that? Yeah. Amen. God is going to make a way for you. Yes. You know what he's going to do? He's going to lift you up. Yeah. I've heard that so many times being a counselor. I hear people say, man, I need to be lifted up. Oh, man. Knowing the word of God, I say, whoa. -ho! Woo, you don't know what you're asking for. I, I, I amaze my my boss, the director of the treatment program I worked for, she said, Harold, did you, did you have problems with drugs, didn't you? I said, yes, I do. I did. I said, I, 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 was, I smoked marijuana and I popped pills. I took all kinds of drugs. Uppers, downers, bennies, dexies, you name it. I did it. I said, I had trouble with alcohol and a bunch of host of other, other things I, I knew wasn't right for me. And she said, you never went to treatment? I said, no. Come on. Yeah. Right. She said, I mean, you didn't go to treatment. I said, no. Well, how did you do it? I said, the Lord. Yeah. 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 And she stepped back. She looks at me. The Lord. Yeah, I went to church. Yeah. And guess what? I, I, I was baptized in Jesus' name. And I was filled with the Holy Ghost. And ever since then, guess what? I don't have a problem with drugs and alcohol. and sin no more. Because the Lord lifted me up out of that. And how many times did I try on my own to stop? Yep. Yeah. 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 
I, I did. I made that effort, didn't I, Sister Betty? I made that effort to stop on my own. I couldn't do it. You know why? The motions of sin in my body. Yeah. Always relapsing. Yeah. That's the problem here. Let me tell you something. You're always reverting back to the flesh. Yeah. You're always reverting back to the dictates of yeah. the flesh. The lust of the flesh. Yeah. You know what you need to do? Be lifted up in the spirit. Yeah. Pray through to the Holy Ghost. Man, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. God knows what he's doing. He's really subtle. It's just like he sneaks up on you sometimes. I thought about that. I said, Lord, why are you like that? He said, well, you know human nature. Huh? Human nature is what they don't want to confess. Like I know there's, there's, there's people in here right now. And I'll be honest with you. I know this because the Lord told me this last night. Some of you have needs. But you're not leaning upon him to help you with those needs. Instead, you would rather let those things still remain. And cause all kinds of havoc. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. So he says in his word, listen to this. The Apostle Paul said this in Romans chapter 8 and verse number 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. Amen. If that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. If it lives in you. If it abides in you. Something about abiding in the Lord. We can come into his presence. We can feel him in this atmosphere. Amen. We know that the spirit of the Lord is real. Amen. It is the very definite article in this service today. Amen. How could you not see it? Right. Yeah. Amen. How could you not feel it? Amen. Praise God. Wow. But when we see that. Something about abiding in the Lord. Yes, we can abide in it. We can come in. We can have access. We can walk in. We can walk out. Right. But that doesn't necessarily make a difference in your life. He said, dwell in you. Amen. Dwell in you. Amen. Amen. It's not you abiding in him. It's him abiding in you. Amen. That's the difference. Leaving here, amen, a changed person full of the Holy Ghost. That's right. Amen. So he says, 
But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, look what he says. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. He'll make you alive. Thank you, Jesus. So we see little subtleties like that. We see we see little hints of God saying, "Hey, see, 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 see." Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Did you read that? See, see, see. Raised up, raised up. Huh? Are you getting a hit? Amen. You can just see the Lord looking at you. Raised up, raised up, raised up. See that? See that? Are you reading it? Are you reading it? He's probably watching you. Oh, look at him. He's reading it again. Raised up. You probably hear that. Raised up. Raised up. Why do I keep on hearing that? Over yeah. and over again. The Lord's standing. Raised up. Raised up. Raised up. Yeah. Amen. 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 His subtlety is amazing. Because look what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 1. Verse number three, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places Amen. in Christ. Amen. In other words, the heavenly realm. Amen. That place way up there, the heavens, the heaven and the heavens are the Lord's. But see, he wants us to elevate Whether you realize this or not, you were lifted up when you received the Holy Ghost. Yes. Because Paul talks about that in verse number uh, 6 of chapter 2 of Ephesians. He said, it has raised us up together. He raised us up together. When we were filled with the Holy Ghost, guess what? We were born from again. Guess what he did? He lifted us up. That's why people that have the Holy Ghost, they walk different. Amen. They see different. Yep. They talk different. Huh? Yep. They live different. We're not living in this realm anymore. The, sin, the realm of sin. We're living in the realm of the kingdom of God. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. That should be our abode right now. When we're in the Holy Ghost, when we're in the Spirit, that should be our abode. We're yes. above. We're above the worldly elements. We're above the carnal elements. Amen. That's right. Oh man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you, I'm going to say something. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord directed my thoughts. When we think it's okay for us to indulge in the worldly things. Even in the things that we think there's no harm in it. Let me tell you something. Don't let the devil lie to you. Right, man. Yeah. 
Because we read that this morning, didn't we? Yep. Ye adulterers and adulteresses. Knowing not that the friendship with the world is enmity with God. How can we think that we can touch the world that way and think it's harmless and we'll be okay? And keep your spiritual mindedness. A carnal mind, the Bible says, is enmity with God. You cannot dwell. That, that's the reason why, amen, that we are in that place where we are right now. You're saying to yourself, why is it, Lord? But when you realize that you have to keep yourself, amen, away from the weak and beggarly elements, as Paul said. The weak and beggarly elements. Keep yourself away and separate it from the things of the world. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Let go of your videos. Let go of your movies. Let go of your games. Yep. Amen. Amen. I'm so done with I'm just so frustrated with Facebook all those apps and the reason why I say that it seems like every time I look around and, and I see everybody this is what I was doing I don't have a relationship with my phone. And I'm, I'm being honest with you. I don't have a relationship with my phone. I forgot it again today. Didn't realize it until I seen somebody else with the phone. I said, oh yeah, my phone. I don't have, I, the only reason I use this is to call or to text or to check my email. Other than that, I'm not on there. It's touch and go. Touch and go. Your relationship with your phone should be touch and go. Yes. Your relationship with your, your iPad should be touch and go. Yes. Huh? Yep. Touch and go. Yep. You know why I say that? Because right now your relationship with God is touch and go. And we talk about being spiritually minded. Oh, I don't see the Holy Ghost in this thing. Amen. 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 What am I saying? If you can't control this, yep. you have you have no control in your life. You can't be temperate in the things of God right. if you don't control this. Amen. Amen. I see it happening, man. I tell you what, I feel that the Holy Ghost is just grieved. And I go, wow. yeah. You know what? If I feel that way, I wonder, I wonder how he feels. Yeah. Here we are. I'm getting ready. Here we are, one of the greatest experiences we can choose to have. That's right. And here's the thing. In our conversations, we love to talk about it. We love to talk about it. But the thing is, we never follow up on it. Huh? A lot of talk, no action. Praise God. If we're going to experience it, 
If we really want to desire the things of God, we're going to let go of the things that we need to let go. Yep. We need to walk in the spirit. We need to let the Lord lift us up into that heavenly realm. Is it possible? Oh, yes, it's possible. Yeah. I believe we can live a overcoming life yeah. regardless of the things that we are going through right now. You know what amazes me? We were talking about the Apostle Paul the other night. A lot of people have their opinions about Paul. Some of the opinions I've never read in the scripture. Some of them I've ne never even read in history. So I don't know where they're getting the information from, but I've studied Paul. I've never seen some of the things mentioned, even historical accounts about him being that way and stuff like that. But that's what some people think. They have their opinions. But if it's not in the word, it's not in the word. And they have their opinions. But one thing that amazes me about Paul is that he had a walk with God. And he said, and this is him talking. He said, I know a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. I don't really know what happened. Basically what he's saying, I'm paraphrasing. I couldn't really tell whether if it was in my body or if it was out of my body. I can't tell those things. Okay? He said, God knoweth such a one caught up to the third heaven. My, he was lifted up in the spirit. Somebody might say, is that possible? I think it's really possible. Amen. Look what happened to Jesus when he Amen. was lifted up the, the Mount of Olives. Right. Amen. Amen. So if God can do that, guess that he can, he can do whatever he pleases. And Paul said he was lifted up into the third heaven and he heard things that it was unlawful for a man to utter. The salvation is amazing. It's amazing. And then John, when he spoke in the book of Revelation, he said, after this I looked and behold a door was opened in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as, the, as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said, come hither, come up hither and I will show you things which must be hereafter. Come up hither. You know, there's time God calls us to those heights we talk about going to those spiritual heights and God I believe is calling us to those spiritual heights for thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity whose name is holy I dwell in the high and lofty place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the heart 
of the contrite ones. Amen. You know what that means? A contrite and humble spirit. Somebody whose spirit is broken. Yeah. A contrite spirit is a broken spirit. Somebody who is humble. And the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. Amen. Rising up to lofty heights. My. My, my, my. This New Testament church. This New Testament church. Think about it, saints. That is God's intent for us. That's what he intends intends for us to experience. That's his calling for us. Yes. A heavenly calling. We always talk about it, don't we? Yes. We say heavenly calling. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So praise God. Here we are, saints. Here we are. Amen. And God is calling us to that place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you would all stand with me this afternoon, thank you very much for your patience. Thank you, Lord. I know he's looking down upon us. It's obvious, very obvious, I believe. God is speaking to us and he's saying, I'm trying to gain your attention. I'm trying to direct you. I'm trying to bring you to the place where you need to be in me. Amen. You experience this great salvation. Hallelujah. I always remember Brother Hancock talking to me and you know, Brother Craig shared a message with us when he was here last time about the stellar gospel. We know what that is, don't we? The stellar gospel. He said, the shining forth. And, of course, our connection in that sense is the stellar gospel. To be stellar, not, not just means to be shining forth, but to be lifted up. Lifted up above all that. God wants us to be lifted up spiritually above all the elements of this world. That's where he wants us to abide. That's where he's called us to be. And he likened our, amen, he likened our experience, the New Testament church, because he compared Israel to the sand on the sea shores. And then the New Testament church, he said, as the stars in the heaven for multitude. In other words, his people are considered to be up in the heavenlies. That's the New Testament church. That should be our domain. That's where we should be abiding Amen. in his presence. Amen. So when we think about that, we think about where God is calling us to be. And praise God, it's, it's amazing. 
if we could just hear, if we could just understand, if we could just, amen, if we could just do what God has called us to do. Hallelujah. And abide in that place with him. That's what he said. The prophet Daniel said, and they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. That's the stars in heaven. And they shall turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. My, my, my. Being raised up into those lofty places. Those spiritual heights. That spiritual domain. It's something. We're obviously on a higher level and a higher plane we were years ago. Maybe even a year ago. Maybe even six months ago. You know why? Because we can feel the liberty. Amen. Amen. Before, everybody was just... Now it just seems like we come in here and everything just explodes. So I don't know what sphere you're in. What your position, how high you are above the earth. I'm not talking physically, I'm talking spiritually. Ama Isabomaya. Jesus of Nazareth. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For he has called us to that realm. He has called us to that realm. That's where we need to abide. Because we know what it's like to live in the world. Yep. We used to be of the world, but we're not of the world no more. Amen. Now we're, amen, in the kingdom of heaven. So that's where our calling ought to be, and that's where we should abide. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. As long as we yes. remain in the lower areas the weak and beggarly elements will never see change will never see amen the miraculous will never experience what we need to experience in the Lord but if we allow him to lift us up praise God be raised up together hallelujah Glory. Strip yourselves of those weak and beggarly elements of all the worldly influences, sinful influences, your carnality. Amen. Hallelujah. Allow the Holy Ghost. My, my, my. Allow the Holy Ghost to have liberty in you right now. My Lord, I see some things happening. If you just obey God, 
I see some notable miracles taking place. The Lord will finally have dominion in those areas in your life if you just choose to humble yourself. Being led of the Spirit. Being raised by the Spirit. Amayasa Mahaya. Thank you, Jesus. And you will see these things happen. You will see them, amen, come to pass. Abayasa Lomaia. Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord is calling you to. That's what the Lord is, amen, leading you to. Praise God. Abayasa Lomaia. Hallelujah. Amen. Your life is going to change. Your life is going to change. This is a specific person in this congregation. The Lord says unto you, if you release that burden that you have been carrying, if you release it and put your trust in me, you shall see evident change you shall see certain things come to pass that you have been praying for you shall see it it will happen it will be fulfilled if you loose that burden and if you put your trust in me it shall happen saith the Lord Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Have your way in this place, O God. Come on, saints. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Entreat the Lord. Hallelujah. This word was for you. This word was specifically for you. God is speaking to you. Speaking to you. Concerning the place. He wishes to call you Hallelujah, Lord. Mighty God. In Hallelujah, Jesus Lord. Jesus Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, have your way, Lord. Prepare yourselves. Have your way in me, my Lord. Have your way. Prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves. 
We're going to open up the altar. I don't believe in forcing anybody to pray, but we're going to open up this altar. This is a time for you and the Lord. This is a time for you to come. A time for you to talk to Him. A time for you to make concessions with Him. Whatever it is, God knows. Hallelujah. Come on up to the altar. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your holy name, my Lord. Abba Yadagabosa, Jesus. Yeka Yadagabosa, Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your holy name, my Lord. Abba Yadagabosa, my God. 